you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 75th episode of the Five Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Bell, and my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the star of Girl Meets Farm on the Food Network, Molly Ye. Born in Glenview, Illinois, Molly is of Chinese and Jewish descent with parents who are musicians and a sister who is also a chef. After following in her parents' footsteps as a member of two percussion assembles, which both won gold medals, she moved to New York City to attend Juilliard. Molly turned the journals she kept in her childhood into a blog back in 2009. After attracting a large following on the blog and on social media, Molly published her first book, Molly on the Range, in 2017. The next year, Molly became the star of her own TV series on the Food Network called Girl Meets Farm, which is now in its fifth season. My good friend and Middle Eastern foodie Jeff Gable told me about Molly years ago before she had her own TV show, so I finally had the chance to speak with her about her life, inspiration, and advice. You're very proud of your Chinese Jewish heritage and Midwestern roots. How do you think about your identity as it relates to the brand you developed? I consider myself really lucky to have a job that allows me to explore my heritage and share it too. There are so many delicious things about Chinese and Jewish and Midwest cuisine and so being able to use those in my work and to explore them is so fulfilling to me. And it's just, it's something that I am very passionate about. And I, I wake up really excited <laughs> to do work every day. After studying at Juilliard in New York, how are you able to adapt to life in the Midwest? And what advice would you give to people making a big life transition? So studying at Juilliard... I spent a lot of time by myself in a practice room, practicing the xylophone and the tambourine and confronting things about uh, my snare drum skills or triangle skills that I that I needed to improve. Um, and it, it just, it kind of trained me to be really efficient in my work and um, to work best under the conditions of just being alone in a practice room. Or when I moved to this farm, kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's very peaceful. It's very quiet. I felt like it was one big practice room and I was ready for it. After years of living in cities and taking advantage of everything that cities have to offer and going out every night and trying new restaurants and going to concerts, I was ready to work on my own creativity and, and work on things that were important to me and focus on my blog and my recipes um, and whatnot. And so I would say if you're looking to do a big life transition, it is important to be ready for it. Um, it's important, I think, to be optimistic because there are always going to be little bumps in the road and things that were unexpected. But if uh, you have an open mind and you're, you're ready to learn about your new community and connect with others over that, then it's such an exciting thing to do. I have friends here 
in Grand Forks who, who have moved here from cities and and um, you know they're taking advantage of the winters. They're going snowshoeing. They're going ice fishing. They're uh, doing the. Um, they're they're engaging in sauna culture, which is awesome here. And I and I love that about them because they're they're seeing all of the cool things that this place has to offer. They're not just seeing one big Arctic tundra where it can get down to 40 degrees below zero and it's freezing and and what could you ever possibly want to do in that weather? But to see the positive, exciting, quirky things about this area is, um, or, or, or is, is what has made this change for me really fun. How do you maintain a work-life balance between blogging, being a mom, and your TV show? Not very well. <laughs> Um, it's so hard and, and something that I'm still learning. I find I really have to compartmentalize. I have different times of the year, like different big chunks of time where my priority is, is spending most of my time with Bernie. Right now, I'm not filming and I spend a majority of days I'm home with Bernie and I work just a few hours a week, really. And then when I go back to filming, I have to do the opposite. I, I film, and then if I ever get a free moment, I'm going over to see Bernie, and, and she's my priority then. And, and I have to just balance those those two things. And then, you know, every once in a while, I'll wake up and be like, oh, I should probably, like, maybe I'll do something for myself. Maybe I'll sit and watch The Bachelor. And eat a slice of cake <laughs> and so it's just it, it's kind of one of those fly by the seat of your pants things and and it's really difficult but for me how, having a priority list helps and knowing that work and Bernie are you know they're they're connected I have to work to support Bernie and but I also have to there are so many needs that Bernie has that are have to be the most important and so um, when when times get crazy for example during filming having that priority list helps because I can know, okay, if I have a free moment, I'm going to look at my list and I'm going to use it as a guide for, you know, how I'm going to spend the next few hours. So I'm going to go spend time with Bernie. If Bernie's napping, I'm going to go take my once weekly shower, (laughs) which is all I have time for these days. But uh, it's crazy. It's so fulfilling though. Where do you get the inspiration for the recipes you write and talk about? My heritage, my Chinese and Jewish heritage is the number one inspiration for my recipes and my Midwest surroundings now. When I moved here, I learned so many new things about cuisine, about the the cuisine in the upper Midwest, things like hot dish, things like Norwegian specialties like lefse and krumkaka and kransakaka. So many delicious things. And what's your best piece of career advice? Okay, my best piece of career advice is to simply put in the hours, know that there is going to be a period of time where you should work as many hours as possible, I think. Weekends, evenings, say yes to as many opportunities as you can that are related to the field of work that you want to go into and do as good of a job as you possibly can. It might be sweeping the floors in a restaurant kitchen. Um, It might be prepping 5 million carrots just so that you can be in that environment. And there is so much value in just being around it and using every opportunity to show that you have a good work ethic. I've worked with 
a lot of awesome assistants, both on my blog and on the show. And it's the ones that show up that are ready to, to do any sort of job just so that they can be around the food and, and be around the show that really go far. Every task is an opportunity to show what kind of work ethic you have and, and the person that is ready to pitch in and clean up and, and do dishes is the person that I can trust to then pitch in to, to help style the cakes or to help pick out the sprinkles for the next episode or to help dye the frosting and get the best colors. It all comes back to work ethic. So I think that being able to put in those hours is going to pay off. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Molly. To follow her journey, you can watch Girl Meets Farm on the Food Network and find her on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook where she shares her latest recipes, pictures of her daughter, travels, and TV appearances. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.